this thing. No title again. Is it rolling, Bob? Welcome to the Dicks and Jeans podcast for Monday, February 26, 4.30 in the afternoon, coming to you from Thompson Park. My name's Ken, and I am physically handicapped. I had to get that out of the way. I had to say that, like, because there, there was a realization that... that <laughs> I think it, it came in when I found myself this morning uh, sitting in a circle of um, quite elderly people. Um, I don't know. Uh, doing chair yoga. I, I can't speak for how um, sharp they all were. I, I really don't know. Rude of me to even think about it. We're all there for a common purpose. You know, get a little exercise. Uh, move your toes flex a few muscles and uh, do that kind of stuff. It just was a little weird because to find myself in this position on a um, a Monday morning with a group of elderly people who I did not feel I had much in common with, and maybe I didn't want to feel I had anything in common with them. And, you know, I, I wasn't rude. I made a point of talking to our uh, instructor, our yoga instructor, and... Uh, you know, I was very polite and everything else, engaged when it was necessary, but I was sort of there on my own. Uh, as opposed to the weekend that was spent at PodCamp Toronto, down at George Brown College on the Saturday and Sunday, when I felt very lively, uh, almost celebrating my physical disability, because, hey, this place is great. They've got I've got my own elevator. I can get up to the second floor easily. Uh, the doors all have buttons that'll open automatically for you if you wave your hand. Uh, and the same applied for the uh, the one uh, disabled washroom. I don't even know if that's the right term. Handicap washroom? I don't know the, uh, the terminology. But I'm, I'm just coming to terms with it because uh, it is a fact. Um, the restaurant, I, I've already mentioned this, it, it had stairs going down to the washroom. And lucky for me... I have a system. I think I had a leak at the uh, George Brown College maybe around 5 o'clock before we left and didn't have to go again till uh, I got home well after midnight on the uh, on the Saturday after a fabulous party. Now, I've already said that in the previous podcast, but I just need to. It's still fresh in my head. Uh, and on top of that, wow, tomorrow I'll be sitting in a circle with, uh, you know, up to 10 men for our monthly um, men's group for very interesting discussion on on any number of topics. We never know. We don't plan it in advance, usually. Uh, Sometimes I'll send something in advance, or there'll be a quote, or or somebody will have something they want to talk about, uh, the right to die movement or things like that. But there will be a very engaged conversation. So this is with uh, an elderly group I used to feel I was apart from. And now uh, very much enjoy being part of, as I did PodCamp. And the thing about PodCamp was I know a lot of people, and they know me, and I like them, and they like me. It is that simple. So, 
With that said, uh, I uh, I had my walk today, uh, this afternoon. I've just finished. I'm sitting on a bench. The sun is still high in the sky, and I'm, I'm this is I know my way around this park, and I knew this bench would be waiting for me when I finally made it up the hill on the last turn. And uh, so that's why we're starting. I'm wanting to be a little more cognizant of what I'm saying uh, and what I'm sharing. I'm not going to worry too much about the mistakes I make. Um, That's a given that comes with age. But I'll tell you, I I was a little inspired by um, somebody I met at PodCamp. Well, I, I don't know that I met them, but they were standing in a group and I listened to them. Uh, Lil, who does Lil on Life. She has a very well-done logo. And it's one of those podcasts that actually, you know, they have, a, I think, a producer or somebody who makes it for her. I don't know. She's the talker. And she was a lively, engaging young person. Not so young anymore, as she owned up to. But um, sounded like a tiny person, very small person, uh, and just a lot of fun. And so I thought, well, I'm going to listen to her podcast. And it was funny because as we were standing there, uh, I believe uh, Michael uh, was there. Michael, who I I don't know the nickname to use for him, Monjo Mike or something. It used to be Mustard Mike. I'll use that. That's easiest for me. Uh, Mustard Mike was standing there and said, oh, well, what you're doing sounds a lot like Ken is already doing that. Ken is doing that. And it was, I'm pretty sure he was the one who made that connection. Reflecting on life and becoming aware of the moment, you know, sort of doing this Zen-like stuff. And that is what she does, only she does it with a purpose and doesn't ramble on for a a full hour. What I, what takes me an hour to, to do well, there's a lot of padding in this podcast. Let's put it that way. There's a lot of padding. But I do try, as I'm trying right now, to to focus a little bit on the here and now and the, and the things that are important. Um, now, she did on one of the... She used the word... There were common words. I'm going to look them up. Well, authenticity, of course. Uh, what else did she do? Um, things that... you know, the, This little game you play... I guess people wouldn't want to call it a game you play. But when you're maybe stressed and you need to sort of ground yourself, there are ways of doing that uh, by looking for five things you can see, becoming aware of four things you can touch, acknowledge three things you can hear, notice two things you can smell, and become aware of one thing you can taste. So you can go through that whole exercise, and I believe that she did that. Uh, So I'm going to circle back to that, because I might even try it today. I thought I would, and I thought I'd do it a little bit, maybe tongue-in-cheek. But, you know, no reason to do that. Um, Authenticity, community, connection, experiencing the present moment. Yeah, that's all stuff I talk about. So she just does it with a more focused approach to it. And so if you want to go and uh, Stop listening to me and go listen to Lil on Life. You go right ahead and do that, asshole. Um, but, you know, maybe you could find the time to do both. Um, she did mention the five regrets of dying. When they, you know, this study, it's an old study. Um, and I got zero. I scored zero on the five regrets. People, things that people wish they had done more of. Um, you could Google that. 
you know, five regrets of dying. Uh, and I, I, it, it, it was reassuring to know, no, no, man, I, I score. I mean, you could say I score 100% in the fact that I don't have any of those regrets. I've made, a, uh, I've made myself a good life. I'm pretty happy about that. And I guess what I'd really like to be able to do a better job of is sharing maybe some of maybe what I've learned. Uh, but that can get pretty damn boring. And so really what I end up doing is just motoring on in the present moment. How's it going, Ken? Scarborough Dude, by the way. I used Ken in the beginning because I think it's Ken, the one who's handicapped. Scarborough Dude doesn't give a fuck. Um, but this handicap thing, it, it, it was... You know, I mean, I was the only one. I saw one woman with a cane. I was the only one there with this walker, large-sized walker, which I would fold up and put beside a chair and sit in the regular chairs like everybody else. But it it just wasn't an issue. It wasn't a problem. Um, It was more like today when we were doing the yoga exercises, and I realized, oh, well, sorry, you know, take your shoes off and uh, roll this ball under your foot. Well, I can't do it with that one. That one's wearing a leg brace. Um... But I am going to uh, go back to the center, which, again, I talked about in the last podcast. Today was the second time doing the chair yoga. I am going to register for that in the spring, and I'm going to uh, join the shuffleboard gang. And I'm going to continue to do things to, uh, you know, sort of come to terms with or be accepting of or facing up to. The fact that this disability I have, in which I just keep saying, oh, I got a balance problem. You know, I, I simplify it. There is, I have uh, spinal stenosis, pinched nerve, uh, drop foot in the left, maybe soon get drop foot in the right, a replaced knee on the left, um, and just uh, issues that will probably get worse. Uh, but I'm, 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 quite honestly, I'm good with that. I'm taking each day as it comes, and uh, and I am making the most of it. And today I've got to get home. I've got to finish this chat, get home and make uh, fish and chips for Naoko and I, and uh, make sure there's leftovers for Daniel when he gets home at midnight. Um, yeah. So should we do that exercise now? What's the time? Ten minutes we've done. Uh, ten minutes would just be an intro. Um, five things you can see. I can sort of see the edges of the sunglasses I'm wearing, I, you know, I, as I turn my head. I got three pairs in the car, and I picked the first pair I bought when I was with Nalco. And I guess they're the favorite. They're great for driving. And you, in this winter weather with the low, bright sun, you need sunglasses. Uh, and, of course, this is since, oh, I've also had the eyes done, you know, cataracts removed. So I, I have good vision now. Uh, but anyway, all right, that's what I can see. I can see park benches, uh, which are wonderful, and this is exactly what I've plunked myself down on. I see them here in Thompson Park, and they're great. And when I, uh, I, I think one of the things I'm wanting to do, if I can organize things, is uh, when I die, have a, a bench with uh, sort of a plaque with my name, preferably in T- Bluffers Park, not Thompson Park, where I am now. This would be a good second if uh, if Bluffers Park didn't work out. Yeah, 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 this could be okay. All right, that's the other thing. Uh, trees, 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 trees of all types. Fir, pine, um, weeping willows, maples. Uh, wonderful, wonderful 
all in their beauty. As I look at them now, my goodness, in particular those weeping willows and that that lime green uh, that's left on them that I was talking about, I think, in the last time I was at Thompson or Bluffers Park. Uh, it's just beautiful. And it, it of all the things I've said, I've lost count already, uh, they give me joy. They give me joy. Looking at those trees, I'm bending my neck. Oh, the hell? <laughs> to, to stare at these trees to my left, and that is bam, bam, bam. That is, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. I'm going to stop now. That's enough. Uh, oh, I see people walking in the distance down by the dog path. There's there's two parks for dogs, which I sometimes go to. It's just that it gets the uh, my walkers so muddy. Uh, so I do see dogs going by. That made me happy. And today I saw a dog as I came in. A dog with his head out the window as they're leaving the park. And that damn dog looks so happy with his head out the window. All right, lots of things I can see. Things you can touch. Oh, fuck. All right, touching the metal railing. Ooh, it's a nice, cool feeling. Ooh, I like it. It's smooth. It's cool. Ooh, I like that. Didn't think I would uh, on, the, on the side of the bench here. I'm touching the cup on my walker, which... Um, sorry, I'm moving the mic around. The the cup on my walker, which I bought in the dollar store for $2, which I taped to the side so that I can hold my coffee, my beer, whatever. Now, I did a lousy job of taping it, so I'm actually now, I, I'm touching two things here. I'm touching the sort of the mesh that makes up this metal cup, and then the black tape that I use to hold it on, and... Um, I could have done a better job taping it. It stayed on. It's never going to go off, but it sort of twists and falls. I've got to anchor it somehow. So I, I've got a nice feeling of mesh, which is nice to rub my thumb and middle finger across. And now I'm rubbing them. Ooh, 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 ooh. Smooth, that electrical tape. Or it's not electrical tape, but it's a special, very uh, strong black tape. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to touch the case uh, that's got a zipper and uh, various textures on it that uh, I love. It's called a Moda. I bought this when they were discounting them at um, one of these um, business stores. I don't know which one it was. It's one that's I probably long since closed. Eh, maybe not. Pharmacy and... Uh, Pharmacy in Ellesmere, I guess. Yeah. Anyway... Um, it's nice. It's, so it's a, a cloth, a fabric with a zipper. So is that enough? That's at least three, four things. Yeah, we got that there. What else we got? No, it's three things you can hear. Well, I can hear my own voice talking into the mic. And <laughs> Oh, and I heard laughter. <laughs> oh, and there's my special. That's a sound that uh, they like in Windsor. <laughs> the boys like that. I do laugh a lot more these days. I, that, that's uh, that, that's good. And, and I, there's got to be a sign of a little bit of happiness. I laugh and giggle. Uh, so either, yeah, either I'm just getting stupid. That's possible too. But uh, I think it's. I think there's a fair amount of joy in the laughter. So yeah, hearing my voice and because I've got the earbuds and I'm not hearing much else. There's people walking man and his dog and they're doing it quite quietly the dog's not barking so i'm hearing sort of the sound of silence as that dog happily looks up at his master and says can i keep going can i keep walking and uh that's kind of nice that's sort of the sound of silence as people walking across the grass here in uh, thompson park it's quite quite lovely so uh there you go um all right was that uh, three things 
Yeah, it's enough. Uh, two things you can smell. Well, that I got a really bad sense of smell, and again, that's age related. So, yeah, that's just sniffing my nose, and uh, no, I don't smell anything. I don't smell. Unfortunately, I don't smell anything bad. Come on now, you can can't you smell anything? No, I'm not aware at all of any kind of smell. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, I do smell, I do smell smells, but sitting here, I am completely, no, zero on the smells. All right, park that one. Uh, thing you can taste. Ooh, I hear that. <laughs> But I've already done the hearing. Uh, taste? No, there's... Uh, nope. Uh, let's see. Taste. Come on. There's got to be a taste in there. Taste. I got saliva. Hmm. No. Taste my lips. No. <laughs> uh, taste. No. I got... I, I mean, I've had candy. I've had plenty of taste. What did I do? I, got, I left half a chocolate in the car, okay? That's going to be my taste. I ate half. These little... Now, buys these little Japanese-style... Uh, they're probably Nestle product. I'm sorry. But uh, they're they're tasty, various ones. So I have half a chocolate in the car. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll taste that when I get there. But uh, for now, no. That's all you got. All right. So I've done that. And I'm, I'm doing that uh, to as a, sort of a, a shout-out to Lil. And I, I may even send a clip of this. I may send the whole podcast to her and say, well, just listen to the beginning. Uh, to Lil, uh, who I met, who I thought was a charming. And she was she was full of laughter also and joy and I think kind of interesting. And she she did touch on... Deep and real things in the... I listened to about three of her shows, actually. Um, some touching parts, too. Serious stuff. So I, I don't want to do too much of the serious stuff, because that's just not where I'm at. There's enough serious shit going around in uh, the whole world that I have. I can feel the, the anger welling up when I start thinking about realities outside my present moment. So we're going to uh, stop the podcast right there. Oh, I forgot to start the opening bell. So the opening bell was this, and uh, we're going to have the closing bell now because I'm stopping, going back to my car, and going home to cook supper. Bye for now. Hope you enjoyed that. Bye-bye. From Venus to Mars, back to Earth, back to the HBO satellite. It's showtime, nigga. And I am Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> Expeditiously, I'll be on my grizzly. Fans try to creep me, somehow always miss me. Mr. Fantastic, put the busy in the beat. Rock from the bottom straight to the tizzy. Who is he? He needs to get out more. Or either get out of here like some dang outlaw standing like lurch. No herb in the record been called before. A random search for curbside checking it. It's on, nigga. On and cracking like diggum. Lips be smacking, running off at their mouth, steady talking about us. On some shit they overheard, but enough is enough. Yeah, it's neither here nor there, black. Warfare in the air, clack, 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 clack. What's that? You hearing things, tap, 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 Be wearing your thinking hat. No matter how hard they try, they can't stop us now. On the board with the golden sound.
that's convenient. I guess the battery just died. <laughs> it was just about to uh, fade that out anyway. That was just an abrupt fade. Okay, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, February, what, the 28th? Uh, yeah, a Wednesday, and I am just back. Sorry if I'm shouting. <clears throat> calm down, calm down. I'm just back from my walk along Burkdale Ravine, and I'm parked overlooking the ravine uh, outside the uh, Burkdale Community Centre. Now, you remember uh, an episode back or two when I discovered this place after having a toke and coming all the way up the pathway I'm looking at now and circling around and going into the place and thinking, oh my God, my whole world has changed because I dared to go through that door. And it, it had. Um, a regular listener, maybe you can sort of follow these threads uh, that I try and weave uh, it was significant to me, and that's where I'm going to play shuffleboard next Tuesday after learning I can do it, and I've already had two sessions of chair yoga, and I'm going back for more, and uh, it's sort of all good. And then what I'm going to do is tell you why... Oh boy, this is so hard to explain. This is where this is where I lose a lot of people because it involves a little bit of thinking, you know, listening, paying attention on your part to sort of where the hell is this guy going? And I'm telling you, you think of the Dixon Jane's podcast. It's sort of like a three act play. There's always a you know a, a good intro. Often it it could be short, but it's often eighteen twenty minutes, and then this middle part where I. It seems to often get kind of muddled and where the hell is he going, man? And then by the end of the third part, or the final part, things sort of have woven together. It, it ties, it makes sense. I sort of tend to do a bit of full circle. I don't know how I do it because none of this is scripted, none of it's written, none of it's planned. It's just the way it unfolds and somehow... I think, anyway, at least in my head, I can pull it together. So that's what we're, I've got to do now, is get to where I think I'm trying to get to. Last night, I went to an event uh, put on by the Scarborough Historical Society, and I thought, ooh, ooh that's, that could be interesting. And, you know, and somehow I, I pictured it, but I was picturing some almost like high school students who wanted to learn more about history in Scarborough. Well, you know, it was in the basement, the sort of a community space in the uh, Bendale Library. And uh, I go down there. There's an elevator. I checked it out in advance. Can I get down there? Is there an elevator? Is it for sure tonight? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all checked out. I get down there and I walk into a room and it's, it's like the chair yoga. Oh, this is the old Scarborough. This is the white Scarborough. This is the white-haired people Scarborough. The Scarborough that used to be. This is not the Scarborough I see when I go to my local Fresco for grocery shopping. This is what's left. This is the, this is the dying off Scarborough. I, I know it may seem a strange way to put it, but this is it. There was only one person of color who came in at the very end and 
something was not quite right about that person. I, I, I just forget I said that. There was just something very, very strange about this figure who just sort of stood and froze. Maybe he was spooked by <laughs> where where did I get to? What planet is this? I don't know. But anyway, I went to this event because the place I'm pointing at now, see me pointing? Yeah, right over there, Burkdale Community Center. I walked in and I had a little time to spare before my uh, chair yoga started. And I looked on the bulletin board and sure enough, here's a little poster saying, hey, there's going to be a talk at the Bendale Library by the author of this book called... Oh, hang on. I'm going to actually reach in and get the book. Oh, there's a plot giveaway. I actually got the book in my hand. Gosh, what do you call that when you, uh, you know, spoil or you give away the, the punchline or whatever? There's a word for it. Anyway, it's called The Letters. Postmark Prejudice in Black and White. A biographical no- novel by Sheila White. Anyway, that was the sign. I think, you know, Ken... You, this is good. Go out. I love that little Bendale Library. That's where I'm getting all my books. Station. This is an event. This is calling you. Go and see what what this is. Hey, it's a book. A woman writing a book called Letters. And sure enough, I got two books. Uh, my Life in Letters, Volume One and Volume Two. I'm going to bring them and show the author. So I got a plan, right? I got a plan. I'm going to go to this event Tuesday night after supper. I'll call Letna Okano. I'm going to have supper early. I'll be leaving. Just make sure I can get my car back in the garage, pull yours over to the side. I'll, I'll be gone when you get home from work. And uh, off I go. And she gives a talk, and it's a fabulous talk. It's very interesting about a family. Her grandmother, a beautiful woman who married a black man from Nova Scotia in a time and a place where this was not done. This woman was disowned by her own mother and family and church. Oh, my God. How could you... You married a black man. This is just not done. And it was her story. And it's a fabulous story. The the man she married was an amazing character. So it is a true history. And what happened was the, the, the people in the family wrote diaries, saved letters... And all this information get passed on to this Sheila White, who could tell the story. So there it is, uh, a must-read. Sheila has brilliantly woven a beautiful tapestry of the letters, historical fact and fiction in her parents' love story. Her parents' love story. So this is the daughter. And um, it was amazing. The presentation was very good. Now, the books were there. For sale at the end, and I thought, well, you know, I'm I'm not buying things. I'm using the library, the very library just above me. Uh, I don't buy books, but I got to talk to this author and I show her my book, and say, you know, basically ask a question. Was I'm worried about the letters I've got? You've heard this on the Dixon Jane's podcast before. I've got boxes. I have hundreds of letters. I hate the thought of them being thrown out. Is there a place I can, you know, who would collect these, save these, want these letters? And she did rhyme off a few places, and then she had to sign books that were being autographed and said, well, come on up, come on over here, I'll talk to you further. And she, I think she came up with the National Archives and a couple of other things, but then kind of asked me, she looked at the book, she flimmed through, thumb, flimmed through, thumbed through, and I showed her a few pictures, you know, of my letters and so on. 
And so she had an interest. Um, but I guess I felt maybe I should buy her book, given she's given me some advice. Now, here's the thing. Um, I have a friend in Nova Scotia, very, very good friends, you know, the Nova Scotia guy and his wife. And I know his wife loves history. And they've been generous to me. They've given me things and stuff, and, and they're really into history. And a lot of this story takes place in Nova Scotia, in the area that these people know. And I got the idea, oh, I'm going to text the Nova Scotia guy and say, hey, next time you need to get a present for your wife, get her this book. Right? That was a thought. Hold that. Go find this book for her. Then the other voice comes out, Ken, no, you're here with the author, with the book. You buy the book for her and send it to her. Do that. That's the right thing to do. Not knowing at that point when I got this idea that the book was going to be $40. $40. Jesus, that's a lot of money at a time when I'm using a line of credit to pay our visa bills and, uh, and uh, you know, all the other bills that come in. Whew. But I'm trapped. I'm up there. I'm in the front. I've talked to her. People are lined up, getting the book signed. And the guy is there with his little computer, a little uh, thing to take your credit card. And I buy the book. That's fine. That's good. It was the right thing to do. And I'm going to send it to this friend in Nova Scotia. But when I got home and it was time to sleep, I couldn't get to sleep. And I was haunted, continually haunted by the... I, I mean, I just a big bill had just come in that day. I don't have enough money to pay this visa off, but I have to, so i got to borrow from the line of credit and, and use that. And uh, why did you go and spend $40 of your wife's money? Your wife is the only one. I'm bringing in a paltry sum from... Uh, well, you don't, you know, the OAP, old age pension and, and whatever that are CPP. It's not much. This is your wife's money you're using. And to buy, you know, to buy a book when you vowed against buying books, you haven't bought yourself a book forever. Why did you do this? And I lay in bed and I could not get to sleep because I was just beating up on myself. I could not let it go. And it was like, it, it, it was just... I was in my head, and my head wouldn't stop. And it was one of those horrible things where you... I, I was thinking, well, what do people do if they've done something bad? They hurt somebody. They poked out somebody's eye with a stick. You know, they'll never find peace in their life. Here's me. I just spent 40 bucks, and I, I can't sleep. I'm really, really bothered by this. Oh, well, I finally did. But not before going through things saying, hey, Ken, go full circle. Why did you go to that thing in the first place? Well, because I saw the poster. Where did you see it? I saw it at this, you know, the the uh, Burkdale Community Center. Isn't the Burkdale Community Center the thing that you were saying just changed your life for the better when you had that toke, walked the extra distance, walked through the doors, everything changed for the better, and now, look, it's not for the better. You just spent $40. If you hadn't have gone there, you wouldn't have seen that poster. You wouldn't have spent that $40. Oh, my God. Oh my God, are you stupid? How could you think, how could you have such a twisted, odd way of thinking? And it was almost like, this is, this is where I lose the plot. This is where you lose the plot. Because this is how sick and twisted sometimes, tangled and mangled, 
our minds can get. Jesus, man. Come on. Now, today I woke up. Fine. No problem. Not only that. Okay, so I'm saying I can park that now. I'm over it. I got to sleep. But it was as if sometimes, you know, you, you, we've talked about this before. Imagine you're being controlled by some alien life force. who's And he's like a little kid genius with a chemistry set. And he's just tinkering with your mind. He's poking in there and he's making you think this and think this and do this and twist this. And he's just having fun playing with you and fucking your head up. And that's really what was happening. Now... To balance everything out and to explain why today I'm so happy, I got my visa bill, that same visa bill I couldn't pay in full because, holy fuck, it was almost $4,000. Jesus Christ, where's that money going? Um, I had a charge, two charges from Mersey Heating. Remember last week I had my furnace repaired? And one of them didn't look right. And I thought, well, all right. Here's your thing to do. You're going to march right in there to Mersey Heating up on Ellesmere, and you're going to march right in. And remember also, if you think back, if you're a regular listener, you'll know when I have a meeting, I know what I want to walk out with. I've already planned the meeting. I know the result I want. And the result I want is I want that charge reverse. And, of course, I start playing all the scenarios. Yeah, but if they see this, they say this, I say this. They say this, I say, no, that guy said that. You promised me this on the phone. It wasn't you. It was somebody else. This is your fault. Blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'm just back and forth, back and forth. So I walk in, very clear with the receptionist. Maybe I can help you. I said, no, I think I need to see an accountant. Well, just let me have a look. And uh, sure enough, she flags somebody over and she points out. And I said, that charge should be reversed. And uh, the guy looks at it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's done. <laughs> so I got back $190 sitting. <laughs> you see what a happy little silly little boy I am sometimes. So that makes everything okay. Hey, hey, okay, so you had a rough time last night. You spent 40 bucks. Hey, today you got 190 back. You're good. You know, you're good. Everything's fine. Never mind how silly. But, the, but it was all playing with the idea, what, what does your life change? What what are the ripples? The ripples. Everything is about ripples. What are the ripples from me walking through that door? I maintain back on the balance. Okay, they're good ripples. And the person in Nova Scotia, when they eventually get this book now that I've looked at, I might actually want to read it myself. The person in Nova Scotia is going to be happy. I said, it's a nice thing to do. So everything is good. And that little struggle I had last night, oh, my God, sometimes we waste bits and pieces of our lives, time, precious time we waste on silly, inconsequential inconsequential things, but we can't help it. All right, I'm hearing impaired. Uh, I don't like that phrase. I am, I'm hard of hearing. I don't like that phrase either. I need, not earmuffs, no, ear uh, earrings, no, don't need earrings. I need a hearing aid. I really do. And I've been putting it off uh, for a year. And I know there's a lot of bits and pieces of conversation at PodCamp Toronto that I missed entirely. But I know how to nod and smile and make the right, you know, gestures to show, oh, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it, it, it impacts me. I just don't want to. I mean, the crazy, crazy price and, and yeah, just an inconvenience. And I, they look stupid. I don't want to look st- more stupid than I am with this walker. I don't want to look more stupid. Then they'll think I'm retarded. Oops, sorry, can't say that. All right, anyway, park that. Um, 
pink shirt day. Today was pink shirt day. I think it's a wonderful thing. I didn't wear a pink shirt. I have had one. I wore one to church on pink shirt day. Well, it's usually a school day, but I've done it before uh, against bullying. And I'm really glad it spread a bit. I hope a lot of kids wore pink shirts and actually talked to each other and, and you know, made sure because it, high school, oh, my God, can that be a cruel time. And this is a time when we need to be kind to each other. So good, good cheering on pink shirt day. Um, I quote my roomie, life is a balance between holding on and letting go. Now we've heard that one before. I've said that one before and I, I liked it. I liked it. Life is a balance between holding on and letting go. Yeah, you can, you can kind of play with that one any way you want to. But then I dug in a little more. Tell me about Rumi. Rumi says, I am the servant of the Quran as long as I have life. I am the dust on the path of Muhammad, the chosen one. And then, you kind of ruined it now. Because I don't like any fucking holy book. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. Fuck all the prophets, too. Okay. All right. Sorry. Just needed to get rid of that. Uh, Watching a TV series on Netflix called One Day. And um, I like it. It's it's good. It is definitely worth watching. A British series. Uh, the characters. Uh, it's very well told, well acted, very interesting. Highly recommended. I think it's I don't know an eight part series or something, maybe more. One day it's called. I also started watching, and it's almost is it Griselda or something like that. Uh, the beautiful woman, Sophia, whatever her name is, that used to be on Modern Family, and I thought she was just, you know, she's just playing sort of a bimbo actress, kind of funny. She's the lead character, and she is good. That lady can act. That lady can act. It is a very good, it's about, a, she's a, a narco. She's, she, I mean, she's not a narco. She's selling, yeah, she is, in Miami, based on maybe some true events, I don't know, but, but the whole drug trade back in the, uh, back in Miami, a cocaine trade. And it's really well done. A series that I, I, although I don't like the violence in narco pictures, it is good. All right, those two out of the way. Um, Regrets of the Dying. Remember yesterday, or the last, sorry, last clip, I mentioned the five um, Regrets of the Dying, but I didn't say what they were. So I'm going to read them to you quickly today because I shared them with somebody else today and I'm going to get back to that. Uh, number one, I wish I had, oh no, hang on. Number one, I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expect out of me. Bing bong! I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Have I already, I hope I haven't already done this. Bing bong! I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Okay, little work, still needs a little work done there, still needs a little work done there. Because the feelings I express are usually kind of immature and uh, a reaction, not not truly deeply. So yeah, we could we could work on that one a little bit. Um, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Bing bing, do that. I'm one of the best people at keeping in touch with friends. I am one of the best. Speaking of which, friend today, I'll tell you about him. And last one, I wish I had let myself be happier. Well, fuck you. Whoa, hey. You can't get much happier than I am, although, yeah, all right, so I lay awake at night upset because I spent $40 on a book I didn't want. That aside, I'm pretty damn happy. 
I think that was the title. Well, I was in the water, pretty fucking dang happy or something like that. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's part, I think, of taking care of business, except for the last thing. I met my good friend Yasser today. Now, Yasser pops up every once in a while, basically on his terms. I let Yasser contact me. Yasser's a person I met in a parkette uh, outside the, uh, what's that place, Say What bar, when I was with uh, Shane from uh, Windsor. Lighting up a joint in the park, and a fellow came by to borrow a match, and I passed him. I actually gave him a joint, and we've been friends ever since. On my birthday, I think my 70th birthday, we held out the Eaton House. He showed up with a handmade shirt on Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance for me that he had made one of a kind. I still have, and treasure. And he'll just sort of pop up, and I hadn't seen him since before winter. And uh, just found out some exciting news in his life. And he's kind of a mystery guy, so I, I said I wouldn't share too much. Uh, I've met him at, at PodCamp. I thought I was going to see him at PodCamp. He didn't go. He just kind of got inside. And he's one of these people It's really hard to walk cold into a room with a party going on. Uh, you know, a little socially insecure. Uh, but he and I have good rap. So this is the same thing over coffee, sitting there talking, having a very deep, in-depth conversation about life and he's somebody who to some degree comes to me for advice and I feel very 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 good about that because yes I have learned a few lessons and I we have a the nature of our relationship is quite open and honest and he will confide in me that's the thing and that makes me feel absolutely wonderful oh my god 23 minutes Ken you've gone way over but um that's what made today wonderful Meeting Asser over coffee and, and finding out big, like, his life is changing. Wow. And his life is complicated. Yasser, I'll say, was born in Pakistan, has lived in the States and Canada. I guess he's got probably triple citizenship. I don't know. Uh, and just an interesting guy, a deep thinker, uh, and somebody I, I really I treasure and value as a friend so much. And uh, I'm just happy that uh, today we met again. And it might be months before I hear from him again. I don't reach out and say, let's get together, you know, I need to see you. But he'll, uh, he'll think, let's do coffee. And uh, that's what we do. So Scarborough Dude, signing off, uh, I hope, I don't know, I hope some of that made sense. I'm a little conscious because I'm thinking I'm going to send this podcast to Lily. I don't know if she'll listen. I'll tell her just, just the first 20 minutes. Uh, but maybe it'll still stick all the way through. Who knows? Skyber Dude, signing off from uh, the Burkdale Ravine. Hey, what's up? It's me, X. Hope you're doing all right. I'm going to kick it off with the round of music you keep coming back to. Kaiser Chiefs first. i
Okay, I didn't know he was going to start with that. I think we've already used that song, but uh, it is nice. I'll leave it on the background. Um, kind of, yeah, dark, I guess. Uh, anyway, I'm starting this podcast. This is going to be a short clip, I hope, while I'm in my car because I wanted to have that music intro. Uh, I'm at Thompson Park once again. Uh, I can see the bench where I recorded from last time, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take my walk. I'm gonna get in my exercise because it's bright and sunny and not too cold. It's a gorgeous day, um, and I wanted to. I got two things I got to talk about. I'm gonna have to talk about this person, Lil, again. And boy, oh boy, I sure hope she doesn't mind. I will send her the clip, whether she listens or not. I don't know. I won't send her the clip. I'm gonna send her the whole damn show because I keep circling back. To what we have in common. Um, but before I get on to that, <laughs> I gotta go back to that $40 thing. Like, honestly, it was like my mind was locked and I just couldn't get out. I got in this loop of anger at myself, frustration for spending $40. I, you know, we can't afford. Well, of course we can afford it. We got a line of credit. It, really doesn't matter and I'm reading the book now um, it's called The Letters Postmark Prejudice in Black and White biographical novel Sheila White it is really interesting it, it's doing it's Nova Scotia roots so there's a lot there that I find interesting I've spent you know many holidays in Nova Scotia or holidays trips visits with friends and <clears throat> I know this friend who I said I was going to give it to will really enjoy it because uh, she'll be familiar with some of the places. Um, and uh, it's all worthwhile, but it just, you know, it, it, this is an example of maybe the kind of things that Lil might touch on of getting your brain trapped somehow and, and fi- having to find a way to get out. Well, I couldn't that night. I just, you know, I finally, I think, went to sleep. But uh, not before, just this real uh, negativity, uh, just uh, with myself, or like, why did you do this? Why did you give in? And how I could have changed that moment and made a different decision. And I think I was a little frustrated also. I think underneath that, I don't think it was just the $40. I don't think I presented myself with much confidence the way I wanted to to the author. I, I didn't go up to her as an equal. I went up, oh, you've written a real book, and I look, I've got a couple of books. I just put my letters in there. And so I was almost apologetic, but at the same time, I wanted to show her, made sure she saw pictures of my letters, the tiny scrawl and the aerogram envelopes and, and other things, and made it seem like I, my, my issue was I can't get rid of these letters they must be of some value and you know so she like I say was polite about the whole thing but I think that was really what was underneath like why didn't I go in there with more confidence and hey you know uh, so I'm that way you know very often I, I put myself down I'm always this measurement in relation to people am I above or below it's it's I guess maybe that was a nice thing. <laughs> the nice thing about PodCamp. No, hey, we're just friends. We're we're just we're all equals here. We're all different. We all know each other. We all care. Uh, there's no need 
to sort out your position in relation to this person. Am I smarter or dumber, you know? Which, man, oh man, that is just a hang-up. But it, it's it's built in, I think it's built into the human race. Anyway, okay, so there's the start. Um, I've deliberately toned down the music. Uh, this show I mentioned one day. Boy, I recommend that. It's quite a few episodes. It was based on Dave Nichols' popular novel. And I'll just read out the blurb they uh, they have for it. The heartbreaking love story centers on Dexter, the actor Leo Woodall, who's been in other, other things apparently, a privileged boy from Oxfordshire, and Emma, played by Ambika Maud. Boy, she is good. They both were excellent. Um, a working-class girl from Leeds. The pair meet on the night of their graduation ball, and we re- revisit them once a year across two decades, witnessing how their lives take on different paths, but their relationship continues to grow. It is great. Probably one of the greater things I've seen, uh, you know, in, in a long time. You get you get drawn in. Her in particular, I find I'm drawn into, because she's, she's not... She can go from being almost homely to being very attractive, you know, and I know that's a, like, well, is that kind of a male thing to say, or what's this about? Um, He, of course, is just naturally good-looking, and that is part of the story. But I'm intrigued by the depth of the character in the relationship. Anyway, I'm just, it's just a recommendation, okay? Something we do on the Diction Change podcast sometimes when I find something I think is worth watching, uh, and that's it. Uh, the um, Griselda being about the cocaine trade in Miami in the 80s is, of course, gruesome uh, and dark. And I guess I'm sort of balancing the two out. I'm watching both of them, but I, I you know, flipping from one to the other when I need to be ugh, get into this dark story because she, the Sophia, forget last name, uh, really outdoes herself as an actress, actor, uh, pulls it together. And wow, what a role for her to be this godmother of uh, the Miami drug trade. Anyway, um, yeah, so those two things. So that's it. I'm going to go take my walk now. Uh, We've only done, yeah, well, enough. And I'll come back and I'm going to talk a little more about uh, what it is, you know, you can just keep going, Ken. You're here now. I, I think I'm worried that I'm going to think of something. Oh, I wish I had have included that. Uh, I think because I'm conscious the fact that I'm I'm going to be sending this to somebody else, I'm a little uh, a little more careful. Not really, but trying trying to do it right, trying to do it justice. So come on, let me just get through this, all right? What is it I have in common with this Lil? Um, gratitude. We, these are things that I speak about on this podcast and she speaks about on hers. And this is what I'm finding kind of interesting about it. They're the commonalities. I mean, we're completely different people with a completely different angle. I mean, she has a podcast where she actually wants to help her listeners. She's giving advice, all right? So maybe I, here, I better get to the bio. Let's find out who is this Lil 
person I keep talking about, and I, I have right at her. Here we go, here we go, here we go. And she won't mind this, I'm sure. Well, it's in her post. Lil on Life is an engaging podcast hosted by behavioral neuroscientist, whoa, health and safety professional, and ICFACC certified coach, Lillian Riad Allen, who shares personal stories and insightful reflections on topics like triggers and purpose. Yeah, I, yeah I've talked about those. Uh, with authenticity and vulnerability. Okay, come on, come on. Maybe my vulnerability isn't obvious. Well, I bet you it is. <laughs> Lil shares a journey of self-discovery. Yes, common. Um, emphasizing the importance of building a positive relationship with oneself. Come on, come on. That is what this Dixon Jane's podcast is about. The Scarborough dude, Ken, is constantly trying to find... Why Why did I do that? Why didn't I do this? Why can't I do this? Hey, look, I'm doing this, you know? I mean, I've, I think, believe me, I've reached the stage. I am much happier, content with myself now than... Nah, I've, maybe I've always been that way. <laughs> I No, I, I, you know, I... I've still got work to do. I've still got a lot of work to do. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. All right, now, come on now. Let's get back to this. Join Lil for a thought-provoking exploration of her of life's nuances, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, growth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and the pursuit of a purposeful existence. Oh. Do, am I trying to do that? Well, I, yes, I, come on. Lil won't know this, but hey, I spent 25 years bringing young ladies from Japan, 16-year-olds, to give them the best summer possible. And engaged with good Canadians, host families, camp counselors, tour guides, learn about the history, the geography, the nature, and the multiculturalism of Canada. Yes, okay, I've done good things. Five years spent working what was then mentally, well, let's just say mentally handicapped, you know people in sheltered workshops, group homes, you know, I've devoted my life to doing good things, building bridges between Japan and Canada. Gosh. Anyway, all right, okay, okay, so keep giving back to me, and that's the defensiveness that keeps arising. Let's see. So the commonalities, gratitude, randomly talking to strangers, yes, Uh, joy, yes, open to receiving Yes, that's the keep telling you about that. Uh, enjoying the the randomness of life, sort of wanting random things to kind of to happen, and and boy, do I celebrate that. Going the wrong way is part of the journey. That's something she mentioned in a recent one. By the way, little I've listened to all of them uh, and enjoy them. Uh, yeah, going the wrong way that can be you know making the mistake is part of the journey sometimes. Uh, small um, small moments of celebration, the little things. Boy, oh boy, do I love to do that. Um, so there you go. Now, one thing she does spend more time on, because she's a neuroscientist and a, a, a life coach and things, uh, she's connecting feelings to the body, and I just kind of ignore my body. My body is just this vehicle that gets me around. Uh, it's slowing me down a bit because of these, you know, these the physical disabilities I now have to deal with, but 
I sort of tune it out because I just, I live in my head and I've told that to many people. So there, there would be a difference and she's giving very practical advice. The difference is the audience who listens to Dixon James don't need my help. Don't, you know, may pick up on something. You know, somebody I know is going to go and listen to or watch um, uh, one day. But they're not coming here. They're just coming here and following along, following my journey, you know. And if I could, if I could inspire somebody in some way to, hey, you know, get back into the moment, you know, live a little more for the now. This is constantly my, you know, Zen-like message. Hey, it is. Be here now. This moment. Me. I'll be stepping out into the sunshine. I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that I'm right now as I talk so comfortable doing this this is just my place my time my surroundings my bubble and poking I I poke 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 at people in different ways through the things I say through the you know just to, to try and touch I do poke okay I, I think that's probably good enough. I think, I don't know how much time that I have left. Um, I'm not sure, but I, I think I've covered what I wanted to. Um, and if there is any time left over, and I need to add a PS because of something I forgot or should have said, um, so be it. Uh, it is, if you want to find her, it is uh, just Google or search in your podcast, whatever it is, receiver you have. Lil on life, L I L on life. Scarborough dude signing out from uh, Bluffers Park. Oh my god, what a gorgeous day. Did I say Bluffers? I mean Thompson. That happens all the time, doesn't matter. Uh, man, oh man, yes, I am looking forward to this walk and I'm gonna have my music in. Yes, 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 yes. And I will be basking, basking, basking in that glorious sunshine. I will be feeling it shades. I'm gonna be a happy little boy. Yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, well, anyway, bye for now. See you next week, maybe. Yes, well, it's up to you. I'll be back, I know that. Gabber Dude, signing off from Thompson Park on a happy, happy day, Friday.